Okay, so we're picking up the Rav Chaim and Rosh Hashanah and So um, I guess it makes sense to just read it again and remember, you know, review it just by reading. Okay, it's not that long, and we'll just get ourselves back into it. Okay, so so the Rambam. So we'll start from the top. So Perak Alach Das. Avzu mitzvah lo sasheil lachash on nefesh rotech. The fika chorachacham sheubra shehim kashel leiled moter lach lachub meha bein misamim biav neshu kardevachar lahorga. So you're allowed to do abort, I guess, the baby, right, when it's still a fetus, when it's endangering the life of the mother, you have a right to kill the fetus because it's the kerodef acharel larga. It's like it's killing her, right? But once it sticks its head out, you can't, because you can't choose between the fashos, and this is the nature of the world. Right, which is implying that's it's not a rodev because that's the nature of the world. Like the Gemara says, Mishmai Karad Fila. Right, it's it's happening from Shemayim. Okay. So the Gemara Hik shows them how the Yisur was not hadrin. Maravuna katan rodev nitan rodev nasho esver klister maravuna yotzer roshen aglovishen dachnavish never to my rodev fushana shanani also Mishmai Karad Fila. I read love a rodev. So basically, the Gemara tried to say, right, basically said. So the problem is that the Gemara in Sanhedrin basically says that that um, it asks why when when a, when a baby sticks its head out you're not allowed to kill the baby why not why don't you say it's a rodef so the Gemara answered no it's not a rodef because it's Mishmaim Karadfi it's happening naturally that's not called a rodef right and it seems like that's what the Rambam says Hare Kenu Siyam Derei Rambam Gan so basically it seems like the Ramam is saying, once the baby sticks his head out, it's saying it's not a rodef. It's just a natural process that's just occurring. That's not called a rodef. That's what the Gemara says, and it seems like the Ramam has that. So that's, that's all well and good once it sticks its head out, but why does the Ramam say before it sticks its head out, it's like a rodef. It's the same natural process which is occurring. So why is it you could kill the baby before it sticks its head out? Because you're saying it's like it's a, it's a rodef. But once it sticks its head out, then you can't because it's not a rodef anymore. Well, what's the difference? How could it be a rodef beforehand but not afterwards? Right? Well, what's the sense of that? Right? So, so you might say, don't bother the Rambam. This is a problem on the Mishnah. It's the halacha. It's another one that make up the halacha that you're allowed to abort the baby before it's set up, but not afterwards. So the rather kind of thing is the Tama Mishnah Tzarech Lomar. The halachi below Yatzer Shehorgim Horgim Rosel. There's a good reason why this is the way Rashi said why you're allowed to kill the, the fetus. Mishud not die in lo havi nefesh. Vinedcham benei not pikok nafshe shalayim. The cold marshin is coming to pikok nefesh. That the reason why you can kill the baby before it's sixty set up is because it's not yet a nefesh. Not a life yet. And that's why you could kill the, the, the baby to save the mother. Because before, and this not nothing to do with the Rodev, is because it's not an Efesh yet. Once it's 67, it is an Efesh. And then you can't choose anymore. Of that, so that's what you'd say. That's what Rashi says. That's the plain interpretation. That's the difference between before and after. Before it's not an Efesh, afterwards it is an Efesh. But the Ramam says the reason why you could kill the fetus is because it's a Rodev. Rodev, what, what in the world is the difference in Rodev, whether it's like it's head or didn't stick its head out? 
Why should that differ? Right? That's the problem. The Ramam totally adds in this whole thing about Rodef, the difference between before and after as a matter of Rodef, where there's no apparent difference between the two. And there's a plain and simple difference, which is before and there's not an Afesh, afterwards it is an Afesh. Right? In a certain sense, there's two problems. One problem is why does the Rama avoid the plain interpretation of this Mishnah Gemara? Which is the difference between before and after is before and it's not an Afash, afterwards it's an Afash. Why does he avoid that explanation? And then his explanation doesn't make sense. It's like he, the, the explanation does make sense, he rejects for some reason. And the explanation which he says doesn't make any sense. Right? There are like two prongs to the problem. Right? He calls it an Afash also. I don't know why Rav doesn't pick up on that. He calls it an Afash. Who, the Ramam? Who did, what, what, what does he call an Afash? It's just in the, in the general, the opening part of the halacha, he says, uh, Shalom Lachos al Nefesh Herodes. And then he calls, oh. so it seems like he's implying that the, the Ubar is a Nefesh Herodes. So he's, he's really not distinguishing between. Oh, Nefesh I see. And... Okay, yeah. Okay, good. That's fine. Okay. Good. So, so, so let's let's review. So again, we I think we got we I think if I remember correctly, we read this first paragraph, right? But uh, let's 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 uh, whatever second paragraph that is. So let, let's read it again. Okay. So he says like this: Ubir das is en nira. Hine yisod din harigas harode. Falahu din salasenir. So the uh, the essence of the din of saving a rode. Why? I'm sorry. Of killing a rode. Why could you kill a rode? Why could you kill a guy? After all, he didn't go to Bezdin. It's because of saving the Nirdaf. Okay? Rodef Nirdaf. So the essence of killing the Rodef is because you're saving the victim. The Nirdaf. The whole point is that you, the life of the Rodef is pushed aside because of saving the Nirdaf. Okay, so. The halacha is if you have the capacity to incapacitate the rodev by taking out his knee, let's say, you could shoot him in the knee. And instead of shooting him in the knee, you shoot him in the head and you kill him, you chayav misa. Okay? So why? Why don't you say, look, he's a rodev, rodev, so chayav misa. But no, apparently you can't just kill rodevs. The whole idea of a kill, the whole matter to kill a rodev is to save the nirdaf. There's no you know, blanket hetter to just kill the rodev. You're chayav misa for killing a rodev. The whole thing is because it's necessitated by saving the Nirdash. Okay. But normally, what do you mean? How could I kill the road day in order to save the Nirdash? Usually, you can't choose between lives. That's the general principle. You can't choose one life or another. But that's Xerosakasab. And normally, you can't choose lives. Here, you could choose the Nirdash over the road day. That's the very Xerosakasab. So the universal rule is you say in the you can't you have to care about every life, you can't choose one life over another. And there's a law here, don't have compassion for the road day over the Nirdaf. On the contrary, here the Torah is giving priority to the Nirdaf for the road day, and it's a law to have compassion for the road day. I can't kill, you can't kill, you should kill. You have to choose the near daf, save the near daf over the road. Okay. But there's a suffix. So that's that's so far so good. 
אם זה גזגוז דרודף, הוא כרק בעצמו של הרודף, שיתחיל בני פיקוח נפשו של הנרדף, אבל עיקר הצלע של הנרדף היא משום דרודף פיקוח נפשו של הרודף. אז אתה אומר שכל האסנציאל גזרס הקוסף היא שאתה יכול להשתמש בדרודף. זה החדש. החדש הוא שדרודף יכול להשתמש בדרודף. But the fact that you save the near-death, that's a universal din. You always have to save people's life. The same way you save a guy who's drowning, you save the near-death, that's a universal din. You don't need to posit the mitzvah to save a guy. You need to posit the mitzvah to kill a rodef. That's the chiddush. Oh, the name of the gun. Or alternatively, do you say, which sounds like a force, but there's a new din, of saving the life of a near-death. Totally different from the universal din of Tzalas Nefashos. It's a separate din of saving a near-death from a rodev. A brand new din, separate from the din of Pekach Nefesh That's his question. Do you say it's the regular din of Pekach Nefesh, or do you say there's a brand new din of Pekach Nefesh for a near-death? On the surface, it's just a conceptual like here, that no one besides a fine, whatever. So the rodev, killing the rodev is still going to be Xeris Arguably, if you say it's a brand new Gzeros HaKasov of the killing, saving the Nirdaf, arguably that Gzeros HaKasov will encompass them both. Save the Nirdaf with the life of the road. It's two separate ones, but presumably it's going to be a brand new Gzeros HaKasov which has the Nirdaf Rode for relationship. Save the Nirdaf and kill the Rode. Presumably. Presumably. But still, make it tasty that there would be a whole new Gzeros HaKasov. Why in the world would you posit such a thing, right? And what's the Nachmino? Why would you posit it? Why would you even make such a hakira? Right? Ah, so now he proves it that that's the case. Okay? And basically, his proof is, is that the way you learn it out is from a Pasuk by B'nai Noach. I'll just read it. But basically, that's the basic thing. That you learn it out from a Pasuk by B'nai Noach, and it applies by B'nai Noach. And there is no universal din of Bikot Nefesh by B'nai Noach. It's not one of the seven B'nai Noach that they have to save lives. They see someone drowning, there's no mitzvah, they have to save the guy. But they do have a din that you have to save the near-death from the road. So if it's the universal din of Pekoch Nefesh Kol Tarkula, it wouldn't apply to Be'enoch. If you say that it's a new din, then it will apply to Be'enoch. Now, one second, why is the new din going to apply to Be'enoch? That begs the question. Okay, just like there's no din of Pekoch Nefesh by Be'enoch, why in the world would there be this special, super-duper, brand-new Zerosakosov of saving the near-death by Be'enoch? Ah, so that he says, because it comes under Dinam. Dinam. Dinim. One of the seven is then they have to make a bezdan and they have to do then they have to do justice. That's one of the seven Zainach. And this way we explain is that the situation of the Rodev Nirdaf, of a Rodev chasing the Nirdaf, is an injustice. You basically have a, a, a face-off between two people. One's going to kill the other. And either you can let the Rodev kill the Nirdaf or you could kill the Rodev. You can't, they're not both coming out of this one alive. It's either him or him. Which is basically a situation of then. And the Khirish is that you judge, you judge the situation, you say, I'm going to choose to save the Nirdaf and kill the Rodef, as opposed to letting the Rodef kill the kill the Nirdaf. That's basically the situation of a Rodef is a actualizes a situation of then. Normally then is left to a Bazin, but you can't go to Bazin, it's gonna to be too late, the guys made that. So it, it actualizes. Din and the din is accomplished through Hatzalas and Yerdaf in the Nafshos So it's not just just the din of Hakafigoch Nefesh. That's a din which wouldn't apply to Goyim. But it's it's like a new situation. See, guys drowning, there's no din. Guys drowning, there's no judgment. They're just saving. But when when a guy's 
getting killed, being pursued, it's not just saving. You can't save. There's, you save him, you kill him. It's not a matter of saving. It's a matter of deciding whose life is more valuable. That's din. Din, that applies to Noach too. And if, if it's a new mitzvah by B'nai Noach, are you with the new mitzvah by B'nai Jews also? It's the same. This institution isn't invented for B'nai Noach. It's, it's the same thing. That's the very chiddish. That's the very chiddish of, of killing the world. If it's not like there's two separate things, back to Gersh's point, it's not like there's positing a new din of its also vashos and also a din of killing the world. It's the very high Noach. It's the situation itself creates a binary decision, a judgment between this life and that life. What does that mean? It means kill the Rodef to save the Nerdaf. Save the Nerdaf despite the Vinachal Rodef. Right? So that's what he basically posits. Right? Which is an amazing Chakira and amazing proof. Frozen from an Enoach shows you you cannot learn it the way you would like to learn it. The way you normally learn it is you have a Kula. The Xerzakosav is that here you choose the Rodef or the Nerdaf. But then the very foundation of it doesn't apply by Mene Noah. How in the world could that de- detail apply by Mene Noah? But once you say, you see it by Mene Noah, you say it must be the whole thing is a whole new parsha, And it must be not just a whole new parsha, a parsha which already exists. Because it's not going to help you to make it another myth, a whole new thing, because now you have another eighth mitzvah. Then we don't have this new thing either. Right? Rodef isn't one of the mitzvahs. Ah, but Dinam is. Right? That's his move. Not clear what he's doing with it. Not clear why he's doing this, but this is a step which he takes. So that, that's the first conceptual step, I guess, that he's making, right? I think that was the first, right? Yeah. also first. What's that? Dihui first. Yeah. Okay. And then he says like this. So now, again, I'm not reading that inside, but let's read now. Okay. So, uh, no, no, he's going to have a second riot. A little bit of a second riot. Second raya is that this very same den, you have a rodev isn't only by um, by a person chasing someone to kill them, but it also applies by chasing someone to rape them, an, an erva. Okay, so if the very din is based on the universal din of pikuach nefesh, there is no din pikuach nefesh for a rape victim. There's no there's no din like that, right? So it's not there's din of a guy's drowning in the sea, then I have to save him. But the only good person is being raped, I have to save him. Well, that's that's this. That's the Rodev, basically. So, right? so he says, so how is that included under the Parsha of Rodev? Oh, because this idea, because the Parsha of Rodev is the Parsha of Din, judging between the Rodev and the Nirdaf. So that applies whether it's Rodev and Nirdaf to kill them or Rodev and Nirdaf to rape them. Same thing. Right? But again, if it were just the universal idea of Nefesh, that universal idea is like, Lo Saman al doesn't apply by rape. This is the thing. This is the parsha. It's the same din by both of them. A second support that this is like a new din. It's not just based on the prior universal din of Yitochna. Ashelafizanira. Okay, so that's what we're up to now. Ashelafizanira. That's like almost at the end of the paragraph. Ashelafizanira Lomar. Bedas Haram. I think this is what we did at the very end. The lahachi who shakasav Haramam taima de ubar who kirodef acharei laharga. Okay. Why did he say that the Ubar, the fetus, right, before it sticks its head out, is a Rodev? Right? So he says, in the universal din of Pikoch Nafash, you don't differentiate between a fetus and a regular uh, Baal Okay. For example, 
okay? He's not, um, it's not quoting this, but I'm, I have to be familiar with this, is that you, um, maybe you go to someone else, whatever, but that you, if there's uh, someone who is, uh, we did this, we did this the last week, whatever, two weeks ago. So if a person is, uh, a woman is, okay, let's say dies, and she has a baby. The woman dies on Shabbos. Yeah, right. She dies on Shabbos. She has a baby inside of her. So you do Michal Shabbos in order to get, get to save that baby. Even though you could say it's not an Afesh yet, right? If you kill it, it's not an Afesh. But this doesn't matter. Pichach Nefesh applies even, even for fetuses. Okay, there's still Pichach Nefesh. Michal Shabbos to save the fetus. Okay? So, so since you see Michal Shabbos to save an Afesh, so he's saying is in the universal din, again, Pichach Nefesh called Tarkula, so you have a you have itself nefashos, you have pikuach nefesh for fetuses as well, and then you don't say I'm going to push aside the baby to save the mother because they're both nefashos in the regards to pikuach nefesh, right? So the only way to save the mother would be to kill the fetus, so you wouldn't be able to do it. Because you have to do this at all nefashos or pikoch nefesh on both nefashos, right? We all can't get hamachal and banu l'adam mishum din pikoch nefashol So in terms of pikoch nefesh, you really wouldn't choose the the fetus over the mother, the mother over the fetus, because they're both nefashos in the very universal din. The rag b'din atzalim or b'nirdaf who davidina do uber nitzav atzalazul. It's only in this din. Of uh, the special new Xerasakasav of Hatsalas Anirdah, that you have this din that the Ubar is pushed aside in this Hatsala. You save the mother, not the Ubar. That's why he has to mention Rodin. Okay. Now, now it's not clear if he's explained this quite yet. Okay. But he's saying that in terms of the universal din, Again, this has to be justified a little bit, but he's saying if all you had were the universal din of the Koch Nefesh, you'd just basically be stuck. You've got two Nefeshals to save and how you can decide, right? But since this is the new separate din of, 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 of the Koch Nefesh, the special din, so now the din is you save the Rodev, the Nirdaf from the Rodev. So now you save the baby, save the mother from the baby. The problem is, this is the Ken's point, is that on the surface, even if you said it's the universal din of Pichoch Nefesh, but that universal din of Pichoch Nefesh is supplanted with the special Xeris that you kill the Rodev to save the Nirdaf, right? The universal din of Pichoch Nefesh alone wouldn't allow you to kill a regular Rodev, a regular Rodev to save Nirdaf. Rather, you need Xeris that you kill Rodevs, right? So maybe you say, look, the baby's a Rodev, and therefore you kill the baby from the mother. So what's the difference if the read the whether you say it's the universal demiochnafesh which is special exercise of rodev killing the rodev or you say it's a brand new demiochnafesh of the near death rodev then whatever either way the baman is the baby's a rodev and therefore you kill the baby and save the mother right unless you say it's not a rodev and if it's not a rodev well then whatever then it's not a rodev in either theory. It's not clear, in other words, at this point, why it sounds like Rukhaim is trying to say that given this new framework of Pikoch Nefesh, it makes sense that you could 
makes sense that you're going to say I'm going to kill the baby to save the mother. But if you were working with the, the universal, then you say they're both identical. Okay, yeah, they're both identical, but whatever, but one's a rodef. Right? So it's not clear at this point. I don't know if it's, again, I know what he's getting at because I know further. I'm not sure if he somehow expects you to understand this at this point. But I don't quite see it right now. So I think I think we should leave it leave it at, at this point. He's just saying you need to bring in Rodi. And that's maybe that was, this is what you do need to do. Let's see what he is saying. He is taking up a question, which is the question on the Rambam. This he's answering. Because everyone else doesn't use Rodif. Everyone else says there's no Rodif going on. Right? There's no Rodif. This is not Rodif. Rodif is where a person is chasing, not where there's a natural process which involves jeopardizing one life over the other. That's not Rodif. So he says, one second, if it's not Rodif, then how could you save the, how could you kill the baby, save the mother? So the classical answer, which I think Rashi said, is because that's not an Afesh. That's not an Afesh. The mother's an Afesh, the baby's not an Afesh. Right? So he's saying is the Rambam rejects it. Because it's not true. It's not true. They're, they're both nefashas. They're both nefashas. The din of pikoach nefesh doesn't differentiate between actualized nefashas or potential nefashas. It doesn't matter. There's din pikoach nefesh for babies, fetuses, and for mothers. So therefore, according to the Ramam, you can't just explain this away without pulling the round road there. You can't just explain it away using pikoach nefesh because they're both nefashas and pikoach nefesh. So therefore, the Ramam had to invoke the part of the issue of Rodev. That's what breaks the symmetry between the Nefashas. So that, that's what the Rodev is doing. Now, he's also, it's still, this is the point, it's not clear whether you need the, his, uh, which theory of Pekoch Nefesh you need. Either way, the Rodev is just explaining why you need Rodev. But whether it's the old version of Rodev, regular Pekoch Nefesh plus the of Rodev, or the brand new type of uh, Rodev near death relationship, Dinam, that's not clear why he needs. But he does, he is explaining why the Ramam needs to bring in Rodev. Right? And I think explicitly that's all he's really trying to do right now. Yeah, so it does sound like he's bringing in somehow his new den. But let's leave alone why that is. I think it will become clear, but it's not clear right now. But then also you're saying it doesn't quite sound like a Rodev. Right, because usually my Rodev has to be a penalty. Yes, normally a Rodev is... Yes, right. And the Gemara, well, here's the thing. It's a little bit, uh, not that simple. The Gemara had a, Gemara said a katan is a rodev. So you don't need das to be a rodev. Katan counts a rodev. But, therefore the Gemara tries to say, oh, so there's also. Gemara says, no, 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 mishmaik radva. At least a katan may not have das, but it has intent, like it has a maisa. It's chasing. There's it's a, there is a chase. But this, the Gemara said, is not a rodev. That's a problem with the Ram. It's like very nice you can say, oh, the Ram had it in both rodev, because otherwise there's no way to explain it. Yeah, but the Gemara said it's not a rodev. Well, even when it sticks his head out, it's not a rodev. So now well, when his head is in, it is a rodev. So it's like it's nice to say why the Ramam needs to invoke rodev, but the problem is it's against the Gemara. Right? It's against the Gemara. And if it is a rodev, then it should apply even after the baby sticks his head out. So it's like it doesn't quite, we're still stuck in a bunch of problems. But at the very least, one step he's taking is that the Ramam needs to invoke rodev because nefesh alone doesn't quite do it. But how is it legitimate to? Remember, that's why I said there's two things. There's one is why does the Gemara thing not work? And then what is Ram's thing does work? Well, the Ram's thing doesn't work is because he's saying you can't just choose between two nefashas. 
right? You need Rodef. But why is Rodef legitimate? Good question. And why does it depend upon his new idea of Rodef? That also is a good question. Next paragraph starts. He's going to justify the foundation of this. So he's not quite done. He's taking a step, which seems reasonable what the Raman was going to have to say, but I think he knows it's not quite explanatory yet. It's not clear what the other Rishon was on. What is Rashi holding? I mean, doesn't he know that there's Pikoch Nefesh for a baby? Yeah, so I don't know, maybe we could take that up later, but for a fetus, but maybe we take that up later. But he's just saying this is what the Ram, apparently the Ram's not holding. Throughout the fact that Ramlin invokes Rodev, apparently he's holding, you can't just say because this is in the real Nefesh, right? Apparently the Nefeshes themselves, Pilot Nefesh is the same. And that's why he has to invoke Rodev. But again, not clear how that quite does it and why it doesn't work. If it does work, then why it doesn't work after it's in his head out? Again, we still got problems here. But let's keep going. Okay? Okay. The Yisod Dovar Zenira Nilmad. How do we know? So basically, it's learned that from the Chayban. So whenever the whole idea of of um, saving a life, of Yom Nefesh pushing aside a life, is pushing aside of eros. Is based upon Bahaibaham. Bahaibaham, you should live by the missiles and you shouldn't die by them. So any time anyone who's included in Bahaibaham is is not going to be allowed to be pushed aside. Because if a Bahaibaham applies for them, then you're not going to be able to kill them and push them aside. Right? Whereas if the fetus has Bahaibaham, then you're not going to be able to kill the fetus. That's easy to explain. But crying out glory shown him, the Tanan Biyoma Pebes. So if you have, let's say you have a pregnant woman who smells food and she says, I need food. It's on your kipper. I need food. I need it. I'm going to die if I don't need food. So you give her food. Okay. Why? So why are you doing that? Is it because of life, sakana to the mother's life or, is, or even if it's a sakana to the fetus's life? That's a machlokas. Okay. Could you break your kipper, feed her food, Purely for the sake of the life of the fetus or only for the sake of the life of the mother? That's Mahalikas. But let's say those who say that it's for the life of the fetus. So apparently, if you say that you're doing it in order to save the life of the fetus, apparently, applies to fetuses. They should live by the mitzvahs, apparently, applies even for fetuses. Because that's what allows you to break Yisurim. What allows you to break Yom Kippur? B'chayi What do you mean? The woman's going to live. It's only the fetus. Apparently, B'chayi Baham applies. You should live by the mitzvahs. Even applies for unborn babies. So since the, the fetus, apparently the din of B'chayi Baham applies to fetuses, so therefore you can't say I'm going to kill the fetus to save the mother because... Uh, the v'chayvam applies to the fetus, it's just like to the mother. The din of pikoch nefesh and v'chayvam applies to both of them equally. So again, if v'chayvam applies to a fetus, which those rishonim who hold that you could, she could eat on Yom Kippur in order to save the life of the fetus, apparently holds v'chayvam applies to the baby. And therefore, you're not going to be allowed to kill the mother, the baby, to save the mother, because there's me v'chayvam and pikoch nefesh on both of them. Right? 
ואפילו אם דעס הרמב״ם, היא דפיקוח נפש דל עובר, אינו דוחס ויסורים. And apparently he's not 100% sure which the Rambam holds. Maybe the Rambam is going to say that you can't kill the, you can't feed the mother on Yom Kippur in order to save the life of the fetus. Maybe you don't have a chayibahem to save the life of a fetus. So Machalik is Rishonim, and it seems like the Rambam is not sure how the Rambam holds. It's not open. So what about that? If you say that the really you can't save the life of the mother, of the mother, you can't feed her on Yom Kippur in order to save the fetus, that would mean there's seemingly there's no chayibahem for her babies. And then maybe that's why you'd be able to kill the baby to save the mother, unborn baby. But still you could say, even though as long as it hasn't been born and its life is not completed, not nigmar chiyusa, its life is not completed, you can't push aside Yisurim for it. That's just to push aside an Issa. But to be pushed aside, Uber was also nafesh. So this he's not proving, but he's intuiting. He's saying, even if you're going to tell me that the nefesh isn't fully developed to the point of allowing you to push aside an iser, that doesn't mean it's not a nefesh and there's no pikot nefesh. It's just, it's a chiddish to start violating Yisrael in the Torah. What allows you to violate Yisrael in the Torah is a chayvah. The chayba, maybe you need like a, a, a actualized chayas. The chayba, live by the mitzvahs. If it's not living, even if it's a nefesh, but it's not living, you can't, maybe you'll say you can't push the slightly sooner for that. But still, it's a nefesh vis-a-vis a face-off between the two nefeshos. And you can't just say it's somehow less of a nefesh that you're going to kill it in order to save the mother. That already is not true. Okay, that he's saying is not true. There's still a nefesh. And you're still going to say that you can't push aside that nefesh for the mother. Okay, and I think he's going to prove that a little further. But Ode, the Biyashma al once the woman starts giving birth, right, once she sits on the birthing stool, the moment she sits on the birthing stool, it's a separate life, right, the process started, it's a separate guf, and its chiyas is complete on its own. You'll add a Shabbos for it. Even if the mother is going to live, you're allowed to violate Shabbos to save the, the baby once she's in the process of giving birth. It's its own life. It just has a door blocking it. The door of the mother is blocking it, but it's its own life. Once she's on the birthing stool, She's already the Chaybaim, who because now she's Docha called Zorkula. Stocha Shabbos, Docha Zorkula. So therefore, you can't say I'm going to kill the baby to save the mother because it's already an Afesh. You see, Machal Shabbos to save the life of that baby. So apparently, it's all it's a, it's an Afesh. So now you can't say I'm going to kill the baby to save the mother. So now you're back to the problem. How is it that you could cut up if assuming that the baby didn't stick his head out yet since you see him a Shabbos for that baby? So apparently it's a nefesh and it's because nefesh. So how do you have a right to cut up the baby in order to save the life of the mother? Right? Another, this is developing the same kind of line of reasoning from the end of the previous paragraph. He's basically just showing you is that, again, in terms of nefashos, the, the baby, at least certainly while it's in the process of giving birth, 
birthing is a nefesh vis-a-vis nefashos, and you can't just kill it, and you can't say it's less of a nefesh vis-a-vis nefesh. So how do you have a right to kill it? Right, so he says, Yalkein mefarish ha-rambam din mesuyum b'din ha-tsala ha-mura b'nirdaf. De'ubar nitcham b'nei nefesh ha-gamwa. He's saying it's a separate din in ha-tsala that's written by nirdaf, that the ubar is pushed aside because of the nefesh ha-gamwa, the complete nefesh. That's why you could cut it up to save the mother. The shiny mikal bikoch nefesh the alma. It's different than all the bikoch nefesh. That's why he has to say it's kirodev acharelaharga. It's only because of rodev that now you're able to kill the baby in order to save the mother, even though they're both nefashos. Since you have a rodef, therefore you could cut up the baby to, to kill the baby to save the nefesh hagamwa. This is confusing. Is he saying because it's rodef? Are you well, how are you favoring the, the, ba- the mother of the baby? At, at first, it sounds like he's saying it's because of rodef, but then he's saying no, it's because the baby is not a nefesh hagamwa. And the mother is an Efesh Agamor. What do you mean? I thought of the other Efesh is a Gamor. They need to say that the that once it's born, it's born. Once it sticks its head out, it's an Efesh. There's full Pikoch Nefesh. So how in what way is the Nefesh lacking in being a Gamor and being complete? Such that now you're deciding to save the baby, save the mother over the baby? Is it because it's not Gamor? Or is it because of Rodev? Wasn't he saying that it's because of Rodev? That's what's confusing. He's invoking Rodev, but then he's invoking the fact that somehow it's not Gomor. Which one is it? Well, so we're going to real for because it's still a problem. It's not Rodev. The Gemara says it's not Rodev. Right? The Gemara says it's, uh, it's the Derech Olam. Right? That's not Rodev. So, same problem. How's the Ram invoking Rodev? So, again, the one problem is, or the Zorchayim problem is, he's changing between Rodev and Gomor and Akam. But now he's going to bring another problem. Well, the Fizeh, Gametz, and Mishnah the Mishnah itself is a Tzachim. The Me'achad, the Shema'ek, around Filov, Rodev, Klal. So once you see that it's coming from heaven, it's a natural process, and it's not really a Rodev. Like, that's your point, Darius. It's not really a Rodev. Ve'asher mishum zeb yatzerosh e'nogim bo. That's why once it sticks its head, you don't kill it. Ve'lo minon shedid chenasho b'shel nefeshayim. Mishum love Rodev, Klal. You don't say, kill it for the mother, because it's not a Rodev. Right? So once it sticks its head out, you're saying is, the Gemara says, you can't kill the baby because it's not a Rodev. Oh, so apparently once it sticks its head, it's not a Rodev. And that's why you can't kill it. Right? You're saying, because it's not a Rodev. So how is it a Rodev before it sticks its head out? Right? What do you mean? There's no Rodev. It's Mishmai Karadfi. It's a natural process. Right? So this is back to the original problem. Right? Ultimately, it seems like now we're right back into the original problem, which the whole piece got started with. Right? Good? So he says like this. Seems clear. Even though you say it's, it's a natural process. 
that doesn't take away the etzem, essential din rodef because of that. The din rodef. It has the din rodef. What do I mean? Ela de be'emes neg the ikur din rodef who had salasa shal nirda. Even though it's true, the essence of the din rodef is saving the nirda. And I guess that doesn't apply here. Yes. The fact that here you don't say that's a din and the chiv of the rodev. The fact that by rodev you don't normally say is because the rodev is chayev and therefore you could kill the rodev instead of the nirda. That's why you invoke Mishnah Karatvi to say that you remove the Chiv of the Rodev because it's really happening in the Nashmah. That's why you say you can't choose Nafashos. The underlying Din Rodev and saving the Nirdaf, is not removed. Now you say you kill the mother from the baby from the mother. Because in the din of tzolz near the din is that you save the ubar, the ubar is pushed aside from the real nefesh gamor. That's why you can kill it when it stuck its head out. The nafshin it's lamishum din etzem din rode gam below chiyuva de rode. The etzem din rodev applies, just not the chiyuva de rodev. Mashe'enu can be yatsarosha, but once it sticks his head, it ain't no gimbo. You shouldn't do it on an efesh. Ki imbetzir chiyuva de rodev, then you need the chiyuva de rodev. V'achales be'achiyuva, you shouldn't shmai gradda. Here there is no, that you don't have the chiyuva, because it's minashamayim. What is he talking about? It's a lot of, um, it's long, I know I read a lot, but it's also, it's a lot of these throwing around these words, the etzen din rodev and the rodev and the din rodev, right? That's just, din and etzem seems to be the same thing. It's the etzen din rodev, that applies, anyway. that applies even to the little, it sounds like it's with Michal, you have to understand the theory. What he's saying is, there's the etzem din rodev and the chiyuva din rodev. The etzem din rodev, the essential underlying din rodev applies even by the baby, right? Even by the baby, even by the fetus, always. There's always that's in the mother. And then you could say you push aside the baby for the mother. But the fear of the road, Dave, that doesn't apply by the baby, by either baby. And therefore, once the nefesh is completed, then you can't choose this nefesh and that nefesh because there's no you of the road, Dave. But before it sticks its head out, then even though there is no chiyuvah, they've still you could choose the mother of the baby because the mother the baby isn't complete, and the mother is complete. Why is it that it's that the baby because Mishraim Karatvila undermines the chiyuvah the rodev, but doesn't undermine the etzem din rodev, right? So let me try to piece together what he means. Okay, so I think he means. I think his original point about dinam, that thing about the Ben Noach is very important. Remember, he showed us by Ben Noach when it comes to dinam. I think he's saying this like this, is that there's two things in Rodev. There's the etzem din Rodev, which is 
when you have a face-off between two lives, right? A face-off. The road deaf is endangering the near death. You got a face-off. It's either A or B. That's the etzim din rodev. When you got the situation of A or B, it forces you to make a din. Okay? And that that applies, I don't care whether the guy is, whether the person is running and chasing or the birthing process is making it happen. Birthing process creates a face-off. The baby or the mother. Right? Baby or the mother. And I don't care what's in the Well, The bottom line is, there's a reality that you've got, you're faced with a din. Between two nefashas. You, you, there's, a, there's a phenomenon right now. There's a face-off. It's A or B. And that force that you choose. Okay? And that's the Etzen Din Rodev. The Din Rodev. The Etzen Din Rodev. That's, that, that's, that exists all, no matter what. No, like the, right. Fine. But then there's another. Now the question is, okay, how do you make that decision? Whereas the underlying, the Etzen Din, the Din Rodev has two parts. First is that there's a face-off which forces you to be a dayan. And then there's a question, how do you make your den? So how do you normally make your den? You say, oh, the Rodev is a bad guy, so to speak. The Nirdaf is the good guy. And we choose and we say, I'm going to save the Nirdaf from the Rodev. Right? Not when one's a Rodev and another's a Nirdaf. Right? That's the, way, that's the normal logic. But you don't say that by a baby who sticks its head out of the womb and says, now you have the face-off of the Rodef Nirdaf, right? You have the face-off, but you can't say, Mishamaya Karatu, the little baby's not doing anything. It's not running after the, the mother or anything. So now you can't choose. Now you're back to Eindach Nefesh. And the Chiyuva, that means the Chiyuva the Rodef means the guy who chases invokes a Chiyuv on him, like a Chiyuv Misa, if you will. He's a, he's a bad guy. He's chasing chasing down the Nirdaf. That Chiyav is what allows you, normally breaks the symmetry between the Nafashos and allows you to choose. The Chiyav of the Rodev. But there is no Chiyav of the Rodev in a case of Mishamaya Karatvi. There's no guy running. It's just a natural birthing process which which creates this uh, face-off. So you can't kill the baby from the mother because the baby is the Rodev. Because there is not a rodef. It's not, there's no chiyuv of the rodef. That's what it means. It's not a rodef. There's no, it's mishmaik It's not a rodef. But that just means there's no chiyuv of the rodef. There's no symmetry breaker from the rodef, oh, uh, right, from the nirdaf over the rodef because the rodef is high of misa because it's mishmaik The rodef is not high. It's not doing anything. It's just a natural process. Ah, but, but that doesn't mean Mishmaya Karatva, you don't have the face-off. The Etzem Din Rodev, the Etzem Din Rodev, that you have. Namely, that there's a face-off between the Nefashas. But now you can decide. The mother or the, or the baby who stuck its head out. They're identical. They're just two equal Nefashas. But before the baby sticks its head out, you have another way to decide. Not based on Chiyuba the Rodev, but based on Nefesh Agamor versus Nefesh The fetus is a Nefesh It's not complete. It's Chiyus is a Nigma. That's what he's talking about at the end of that paragraph, right? The fetus is not Nigma Chiyuso. It hasn't yet finished its Chiyus. And the Rodev, the mother has Nigma Chiyus. So she's a normal Chiyus. So that's another tiebreaker. 
So you, you, you kill the fetus to save the mother because you're choosing the nefesh gomor over nefesh eno gomor. Right? Now, who gave you the right to start choosing nefashos? Din. That's the whole chiddush of Rodev. The etzem din Rodev tells you, be a dying, judge between the two nefashos. But you've got two ways to judge between the two nefashos. The normal way to judge between the nefashos is based upon the chiyuva the Rodev. The bad guy versus the good guy. That doesn't apply by the by the birthing process. But there's another way to decide based on the nefesh gomor and nefesh gomor. But that only applies when the mother is well before the baby sticks its head out, because it's not yet gomor. But once this nigmar chiyusu and sticks its head out, now you basically don't have the way the two nefashos are on par. They're both full nefashos, and the chiyuva the rodev you don't have. So as I said, they end up on nefesh nefesh. Right? So when the Rambam invokes Rodev, in the case of the baby, he doesn't mean Chiyuva the Rodev. He means the underlying reality of Rodev, which is the process of Din, which Rav Chaim discovered based upon the whole B'nai Noach. That's what he's referring to. He's, Rav Chaim is pulling out that there's two things in Rodev. There's the underlying face-off, which forces you to be a Dayan, and that's why you see it applies to B'nai Noach. That applies that has nothing to do with good guy, bad guy, or anything like that. That has to do with that you are faced with two nefashos and you have to decide between the two. What is it? Who cares if it's, if it's natural or if it's irrelevant? Nothing to do with how good or bad the guy is. That applies and no matter what. And that's what the Ramam says that when the mother is in the, when the baby's uh, in the birthing process, it's you kill the fetus. Why? It's kirodef achral harga. Kirodef, he says. It's kirodef, everything means because it's only halfway rodef. It's the rodef of den. But the way you choose is because you're choosing to kill the fetus because it's it's uh, less valuable. But that's what the Ram says. That's what Rukhaim is saying. But you need Rodev because if you didn't have Rodev, you just have two nefashos. And who are you to decide with two nefashos? Right? Because without Rodev, you just say, that's what he shows you. Machal Shabbos for the for fetuses. So apparently that's also nefash. So they're both nefashos. The dinner of nefash applies. And you can say, well, one's less of a nefash. Who's to say? Who are you to start judging? Between the fashos, my is done. We don't judge between the fashos. Oh, the the etzen din of rodif is you do judge between the fashos. That's what rodif is telling. That's what the very etzen din of rodif is telling you that when you have a situation of a rodif, that creates when one life is endangering another life. Now it's it's mechay of you to judge. Now if there's a way to judge, so if they're both, if one's not nigmar and the other is nigmar, then you could choose. How do you choose? It's Kirodev. That's part of the Kiddush of Rodev. That the situation of a Rodev, when one life is endangering the other one, now you have a right to choose. But you're not killing the baby because it's the one who's the aggressive party. You're killing the baby because it's not Gomor. That's what Rechaim said, right? As you're choosing it because it's the Nefesh Asheno Gomor, it's pushed aside for the Nefesh Gomor, right? But, right. But well, again, once it sticks its head out, the underlying etzem din rodev still applies. That's true, right? But you can't say I'm going to choose gamor. Ain't no gamor because they're, they're both gamor, and you can't necessarily you'll say, "Fine, we'll choose rodev." But it's not rodev. You know, it's not the chiyuv of the rodev. So therefore, you just can't kill. You can't decide. How do we know that? It's- I mean, I guess Rav Chaim's deducing that well, until it sticks its head out, even though it's if it's a nefesh, not a nefesh agamor. He's saying is because I guess why is there a difference? I mean, that he's inferring from the Mishnah. 
that you see that you kill it before it sticks its head out and not after it sticks its head out. He's just saying the standard way to say that is it's not an nefesh at all. But he's saying, but then you'd say there'd be no pikoch nefesh for it. He's saying the fact that he says, you know, nefesh, it is a nefesh, it's just somehow a deficient nefesh. It's less of a nefesh than the mother. That's all you have to say. It's less of a nefesh than the mother. It's not yet independent. It hasn't been yet olam. So then you could say it's lesser than the mother. Such that you could choose the mother over it. That's what I mean. It's not going. It's, it's less than the mother. I mean that you get that's implicit in the in the Mishnah. Otherwise, what's the difference? So at the very least, it has to be it's less of an nefesh. But he's saying is, but uh, but that the whole idea of thinking more or less is a funny thing to be doing. Usually, you don't do that. But that's the chiddush of the parsha of Rodef. That's in Din Rodef is positing the new special chiddush then that that you that you're done. Nefashos, normally not done with nefashos, by road if you are. I guess you have a funny thing is Luyitsor somehow the mother was endangering the baby. Right? Like let's say, yeah. I mean, maybe that is the way you look at it. Like let's say you say the mother has um, is having a cramp. And the mother's stomach is uh, doing some sort of a thing to the baby and crushing the baby. And now you could have to decide, are you going to kill the baby or kill the mother? I don't know, something like that. So they'll say, even though the mother is the aggressor, right? Well, you can say the mother's killing the fetus, right? So still, you kill, you kill the fetus or let the fetus be killed or whatever, you know? Because you're not choosing the, you're not choosing based upon the chiyuva de rodev. It's just a natural process. You're choosing based upon the fact the mother is an nefesh gamor and the fetus is not an nefesh gamor, Right? Well, this is not because when the Ram says because the fetus is a rodif, it sounds like he's saying chiyuva the rodif. Then the question is if that's a rodif, then right? But he's saying it's not because chiyuva the rodif because babies don't don't have a chiyuva the rodif. It's because the institution of rodif, which is contra, which is contra. But you need that in combination. That's what's the chiddush. That's what's interesting. You need the combination of the 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 etzem din rodif together with the fact that the baby is not yet nigmar, right? But once it sticks its head out, you have the underlying din road if you just don't have the other half. That is not nigmar. It's not I, but maybe you'd invoke the the rode, but it's not a chiyuva the rode. It's the chiyuva the rode is is a prat of the din road. You're right. Normally you have the din rode. The normal parts of rode tells you two things. First of all, there's a den, there's a den. Tells you judge the case. judge the case. And how do you how do you judge? Oh well, the chiyuva the rode. The rode is the aggressor. Right, and the Nirdaf is the victim, and therefore right? That's so that's that's right. There's no din other than this situation, this thing. Normally Bezan does Stephen. But telling you to be done, and then how do you done? Yes. So all these right, that's a good point, right? I was saying if you have two people having a fight, the Stama boxing match, or they're just yeah. killing each other, and maybe that's a situation of Khiyudev, but neither one is killing each other, so you wouldn't how would you choose? Or the opposite. It's a question. Anyway, he says that etzem din rodef, and he means the underlying reality which sets up the whole framework of rodef. The underlying reality is the den. The, the whole essence of the institution is it's an institution of judging between lives, which applies by Jews and Nainoth itself. That's the underlying framework which even lets you to get into this parsha, which you normally don't enter. Normally, who are you? So that's like the etzem. It doesn't mean it's like more common or anything, but it means that's like the underlying core of Rodef. Then there's in that Dion process, 
there's chiyuva derodef is usually what they say, you know, what allows you to judge. But here you have another mechanism of judging, which is gamor enogam. So, but like that underlies all all rodefs, every rodef situation always has an underlying reality of the etzandino. You can't get started without that because you wouldn't allow to start judging. So that's what underlies both types. The both ways to decide whether you're deciding based on chiyuva derodef or you're deciding based upon Gamor ain't no gamor. You still need the underlying etzem de rodef, the underlying reality that allows you to even start judging. So that's the etzem. But then the way it's being judged is depending on the situation. Normally through the chiyuva de rodef here, it's through the gamor ain't no gamor. So maybe what Rechaim does here. I mean, first of all, you appreciate the problem in the Rambam. The Rambam is like impossible. Like it's crazy Rambam, what he's doing here. Just saying that's not a that's a rodev, and that's not a rodev. How is that? A, you know, it's like altogether hard to understand. It's not because of the gnafish gummer, never shame no gummer. I mean, just to think about how hard the problem in the Rambam was. You know, we didn't really work on it without, you know. Sounds like a crazy, crazy problem, the Rambam. And then in order to pull it apart, he's, he's you know, discovering the din rodev, this etzen din rodev, which he's figuring out from the whole. Showing you that there is an underlying din rodef. It's not just the normal din of pikuach nafesh and choosing the you know the the near that's what the rodef. He's full recognizing this underlying dinim din of rodef. Now you end up with two frameworks of rodef. There's din rodef and there's the the rodef. And then it totally fits all all fits into place. It's like the Ram doesn't deny the whole difference between the two nafashos. But it's all not under the normal framework. You don't have Why would you differentiate? We don't differentiate between the fashions. Oh, it's only because you're judging Gamar and Gamar. The whole thing only makes sense in the framework of then. Right? Well, that's 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 the end of the I mean, it's amazing the, the creativity, but he's the made the made a massive problem and the creativity and the clear thinking and splitting it apart. I mean, it all fits into place so nicely. It's like once you hear it, it's like, oh, right, this all makes sense. Clear, simple, right? You realize almost realize what was the problem, but I don't know. You'd like get back into the problem and realize what he's doing here, you know. And he's really mechadesh this whole frame. He just has that one line, dino. And then that would really underline that 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 line where he says because of them, you know. He says it. It comes under. There's one phrase where he said it. Dehu bechal dino. That's how it's included in Nena. And then again, he says etzem rodev. And then Rodef. But I mean, you know, that's what you have to discover. That's what he's saying. I think. You know, and he doesn't build that up that much. That this whole din. You know, that's what I think. In a certain sense, you have to I'm interpreting the Rukhaim a little bit. Because he doesn't talk that much. Right. Now about this. What? It's like a very short. Very short, exactly. He says his idea, but it's easy to miss it. You know? Easy to miss it. And you don't realize what he's doing with that Dinam thing. You know, the whole thing rests on that Dinam thing, which he didn't even know what he was doing. Oh, and that's why basically at the end of that question, remember at the end he said why you needed the regular Din of, his new Din of Rodef as opposed to the uh, Din of Pyokmaf, as opposed to the universal Din. I think now we understand what he was saying there. Because the universal Din doesn't differentiate between Nefashos. Nefash is Nefash. Nefash applies. Whoever heard of a difference between Nefash and Nefash? You don't do that. You don't play the game of judging Nefashos. It's only because this Chiddush din, the Chiddush din of Pilach Nefesh is a relative Pilach Nefesh, which involves judging and weighing different Nefeshos. That allows for this type of a thing. So that's why you could have picked it up in the first paragraph because he mentioned the Dintina. But I, I don't know, I feel like 
he didn't realize where he, where he was going with the whole thing until he develops the whole two frameworks of Rodef and all that. It's really nice. It's really nice because it's so short. Problems is massive. Really creative. Comes with this whole thing. You know, nice puzzle. If you're trying to learn a Rokhaim, you know, it's also, I'm not sure if you just gave this to somebody to read, uh, they'd figure out what's going on. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, it's, you see this writing style also. He says his idea, but you got to pull it out. Otherwise, you're never going to notice it. But like, I, for example, this is an interesting point. It's like, let's say you have two lives that are mutually dependent, one or the other, but not because one's a rodent. But I, I don't know. A guy says, I'm going to kill this guy, I'm going to kill that guy. I don't know, something like that. I'm not sure that he's going to that's at something rodent. I think the rodent is where they're like threatening each other. That's what invokes the system of like comparing the two. It's like where there's intrinsically there's like a like a pressure one one on the other. I'm not sure if it's like some artificial situation where some guy just makes that up. I'm not sure if that's going to be the ascendant situation at Rodek. I don't know. I wouldn't think so, but I'm not sure. Or like a guy says, uh, Anna says, I'm going to kill the mother or kill the fetus. Right? You have to choose. Would that be the din rodef that now you could choose and say, oh, kill the fetus, don't kill the mother? Or maybe you say, look, there'd be coconut on both, and you can't make that decision. Right? Like, I'm not sure if it's like etzim dina the rodef is where it's like because the, like, they're threatening each other, like, one's threatening the other, and the way to save the one is through killing the other, like that, it intrinsically creates a face off between the two. That's the, that is the etzim situation of the rodef. That could happen through the birthing process where the mother or the baby is putting pressure on the mother or whatever, mutual pressure on their bodies, or one's chasing somebody. That's, you know, but just the guy who makes up in his mind this arbitrary thing, I'm going to kill this or that. I don't know if you say that's a rodeo, then neither is a rodeo for the other. That's just the, the guy is a rodeo for both of them. So I don't know if then you'd say, now we start judging which netfish is greater. That's like a normal situation of a guy who was a gun to your head. I don't think it's not called Rodef. That's just called the guy who's trying to kill him. You know? Yeah, I don't think you say that. Especially in the situation of Rodef. And we say, Mishmaya Karad Fila, it means you undermine the Chiv of Rodef, but now you underline the reality of one body, one life threatening the other life. That still exists. It's not just in your mind you have to decide between the two. It's that the situation itself creates a you know, clash between the two and the Intrinsically. We have to decide what we're going to do next. There's one thing, we, there's also a grizz, which we didn't do. And there's also going further the Sigev Rodef. You know, we didn't really do the Sigev Rodef yet. I know we said we'd wait to do the grizz until we did the Sigev Rodef, but we did the Rokhaim. I think we did the Rokhaim because we mamish just did the thing about the, the, the baby and the fetus and that, you know. But we have to decide, I guess, if we want to do the grizz or if we want to just go do the Sigev Rodef and then come back to the grizz. Maybe, maybe we could just go for it, do this again a little bit and then, then come back to the ghost.